and welcome to the program, UFO Warning. Today's topic, COVID Canada and UFOs. That's correct. As a COVID pandemic, or scamdemic as I like to call it, caused an upsurge in UFO sightings. Those appear to be the case. And this article comes from beta.ctvnews.ca. The article is by Kayla Rosen published July 24th, 2020. It's a nice picture of a flying saucer there right on the front page of the article. And by the way, you can link to this article by going to the Twitter account, UFO Warning. That's at Warning Sub UFO. While you're there, go ahead and do a follow. The article starts off and says, there's been a significant increase in UFO sightings across Canada during the pandemic, according to a UFO researcher. Chris Rutowski, a ufology researcher, said Canada keeps track of all UFOs reported throughout the years. In 2019, there were 849 cases, a 10% decrease from the year before. But it seems things, and Canadians, are looking up this year. Quote, we're looking at an increase of about 50% from this time last year, so for some reason, people are reporting more UFOs during lockdown, Rutowski said. Rutowski said, for the most part, UFO sightings are explainable, but every so often, one comes along that makes people scratch their heads. Most cases are just ordinary mistakes, misidentifications, but there are some cases every year, in fact, last year, there was about 3% that remained unexplained and that didn't seem to be and that didn't seem to be airplanes stars fireballs all those types of things he said i just interject here i think sometimes when they say only three percent are unexplainable what they really mean is is that three percent of these sightings were so well documented so recorded were such good sightings that they were unable to debunk them or to cast enough doubt on them to make people think, well, perhaps they weren't actually an unidentified flying object. I suspect a lot more of these cases were unidentified than what they're letting on, but that's just my own speculation. It says, Rotowski added that reports are coming from across Canada from coast to coast. We're getting reports from pilots who are reporting that they're receiving collision alerts on their transponder systems and there's nothing there, he said. Well, that should tell you right there, if they're getting collision alerts, the pilots are, that means that there's some object that has mass to it. Because it's a radar uh, that's being sent out from these uh, collision units. That it's coming back. It's bouncing off of something. So if these things were just uh, ball lightning, smoke, clouds, whatever, there wouldn't be enough mass in them to set off the radar, you wouldn't think. Now it says, we're getting reports from air traffic controllers saying there's objects in the sky that don't show up on radar, and we're getting reports from just average, ordinary people looking up at the sky and saying, that's not a plane, that's not a star, it's been flashing lights on in different colors, and we're not sure what it is. Okay, so what he's done here, maybe, I, I don't think it was intentional, but they've mixed a bunch of different types of phenomena together. You have one case we're talking about aircraft, airplane pilots that are getting uh, alerts from their collision avoidance. Well, that's some kind of radar, sonar, whatever it is. 
is picking up an object that has mass to it and telling the pilot, watch out, you're going to smash into this thing. That almost seems like an actual mechanical device, or possibly what we've been talking about in the last uh, week or so here with the revelations from the Defense Department, possibly a, as they describe it, a vehicle not of this world. It's like the pilot's going along, he's flying, and his it says clearly that his collision avoidance system is picking something up. There's something there. It's not imaginary, it's not swamp gas, there's something physical there in the air, and he's about to hit it. That's why he's being warned. And then we tell, tell, they tell us that people are also seeing objects that aren't being picked up on radar. Now, this is a totally different type of phenomenon. The first phenomenon is being picked up on radar. It's a physical object. As I said, maybe one of these vehicles not made on Earth. An actual mechanical vehicle. Then people are seeing things that aren't picked up on radar. Things that are more like some sort of you know, I don't know, interdimensional thing, almost like they are like a light projection of some sort, or maybe they're phasing in and out of our our own reality so quickly they can't be picked up. There's something different, something out, something extra-dimensional, something that we're not picking up with the normal uh, radar equipment. Totally different type of UFO phenomena. There's, there's many different types of UFO phenomena, that's what we have to remember. And then talking about people seeing um, craft, saucers, whatever, with flashing lights. And you know, there's got to be something going on here with the lights on these things, because why else would they be there? Either there's something that they're integral to the propulsion of that craft, or they're trying to communicate with the observer somehow. But this is another type of UFO phenomenon that we observe goes on and says, Rukowski hopes the reason there's a spike in UFO sightings during the pandemic is because Canadians are getting outside more, working from their backyards, and appreciating nature. It's a beautiful sky out there, and there's lots of opportunities to see some things, he said. You can read the full 2019 report from UFOlogy Research below. And then it goes into that. Like I said, you can, you can link to that if you want to at the Twitter account. I'm not so sure that it's just because people are out more. We're having this phenomenon happen all over the place. Some of these, some of these countries, people are like actually locked in their houses and they're still reporting UFO sightings. It really does seem to be that this phenomena has increased. It's corresponded with the COVID lockdown, and I don't think it's the virus itself that these things are interested so much as as, as in the way that people are being treated because of it and how people are reacting to it. And now we have this idiotic notion that we can all wear masks everywhere and that's going to protect us somehow. In the state that I live in, the moron governor has increased the lockdown for another month. Now, we're not locked down as badly as a lot of people, but it's just this stupid notion that you have to social distance and you got to wear a mask. And all that's happening is uh, they're managing to destroy a lot of small businesses. And put a lot of fear in people. And a lot of people are being denied or pushed away from medical care. People that need cancer screenings aren't getting them. People that need operations aren't getting them. They're creating a tremendous amount of suffering. A tremendous amount of stress. And I think in some ways that that... That just the totality of that stress from millions of people 
is somehow sending out a signal to these pe- sending out a signal to these things. It's almost like a struggling animal out on the plains of Africa or something. It's a little worrisome to me. I find another article here from um, it's called the Coast Reporter, and it was July sixteenth, twenty. 20. This is in, up in Canada, and I went ahead and I put a snapshot of the Google Maps. It's up there, I think around Vancouver, on the west coast of Canada, north of Washington. It looks like a pretty scenic area, actually. And this is also linked at the UFO Warning uh, Twitter account. They've got some pretty decent video. I watched it. And what you see here is another one of these situations where you have these uh, orbs or lights in a triangle formation. Well, of course, when you see three lights together in the sky, it's going to be a triangle, obviously. But I, I watched the video. It looks pretty clean. Well, and I think it's worth it's worth taking a look at. It says, Christina Stako was sitting with friends at Armour's Beach in Gibson around 10.30 at night on July 13th when they noticed something odd in the sky over Keats Island. We saw three large glowing lights hovering in a triangle, two white ones flashing and a red flashing one at the top of the triangle formation before taking off and flying over Gibson, Stoko said. Goes on it says, We couldn't explain it. We thought it was a, we thought it was a cell phone tower at first because of how stiff the lights were. However, they started to rise up into the sky. Stoko said she didn't think it was a plane or helicopter or anything of our technology. The group also shot video of the objects with their phones. Coast reporter sent copies to officials with Transport Canada and the Royal Canadian Air Force, RCAF, and a local astronomer to see if any of them could explain what the group saw. The consensus was that it could have been one or more helicopters or even some drone users experimenting with light displays. Oh, man. Am I going to have to hear this for the next 20 or 30 or 40 years that I'm on this planet? Every time I read a UFO article that's obviously unexplained lights, they're going to come up with this idiotic notion that a bunch of drone operators are out there. I mean, really. It is the new swamp gas. You know, this reminds me of the same kind of the same kind of silliness that we hear when when some poor unfortunate cow or bull ends up mutilated and slaughtered out in the out in the national forest or timber somewhere. And uh, even though we know that animal should have about eight or ten gallons of blood in it, when they find the animal, there's not a single drop of blood on the ground. Let me repeat that: not a single drop of blood out of 10 gallons on the ground. Not a single track, not a single tire track, nothing. But we're told that there are roving band of satanic cow mutilators going about the countryside. They must have some pretty cool four-wheelers, is all I know, if they can't leave tracks. But this is the same notion. We see something unexplainable, people report it, and then they bring in the debunkers to treat us like idiots and to make up these crazy, silly little excuses of what it could be. Well, I don't know. It doesn't look like a drone operator's to me. It looks like a giant 
triangular shaped UFO. I mean, you can look at the video and decide for yourself. It says Transport Canada said it wasn't aware of any unusual activity in the skies over Howe Sound that night and didn't have any reports from other sources of anything similar to what Steyo and her friends saw. Transport Canada collects aviation occurrence information from NAV Canada and other sources and enters it into the Civil Aviation Daily Occurrence Reporting System, the agency told Coast reporters in an email. When reports like these are generated, the next steps depend on the type of the incident reported. Further follow-up may be undertaken by various organizations including Transport Canada, NAV Canada, the Transportation Safety Board of Canada, and the North American Aerospace Defend Command, or NORAD. The RCAF said that there were no aircraft from 19 Wing Command, COMOX, or 443 Maritime Helicopter Squadron, also based on the Vancouver Island and in the air over Keats Island that night, and suggested it was likely a civilian aircraft of some sort. Well, that shouldn't be hard to figure out. I mean, these guys have to file flight plans, right? Everything's being recorded. They record all of our phone conversations. They have they have all this radar stuff. I mean, you were telling me that they could, that they can't tell you what's not there. Several UFO sightings over Keith Island have been reported in the past. In a one nineteen seventy seven case, remarkably similar to the experience of Stoico's group, a woman a woman wrote to Coast News to say, quote, "Against the darkening sky." My eye was caught by a large, softly glowing white light moving through the air from the direction of the island. I rushed for my binoculars and sent to the wind and, <clears throat> and went to the window where I saw a large, dark shape, thick through the middle and tapering at each end, with a bright, reddish light on the trailing edge. Sounds kind of like a cigar-shaped UFO to me. The woman said the shape began to rise and drift slowly to the north. It made no sound she could hear. This was definitely not an airplane, nor a helicopter, the woman wrote. In a follow-up story, the paper reported that the area above Keats Island is the most common place for these sightings. In March of 1978, a columnist with Coast News offered a more mundane explanation for sightings of strange lights over the islands of Howe Sound. From the proper elevation on this side of the Howe Sound, a straight line can be drawn over the top of the Hackett Point on the Gambier Island and will end up at the BC Rail Track. Squamish, Napier wrote, One, on certain occasions that precise point, trains have been known to stop at nighttime with their headlights on. Yeah, that sounds pretty reasonable. It sounds like a cigar-shaped UFO that rises up off the horizon. A train. Yep, sounds good. Napier theorized that if the conditions are just right... And so if the conditions are just right, you don't know what can happen. The lights from the train could look like a hovering ball in the air. You know, another idiotic explanation. They've just got to throw this trash in with every single article. It's okay to say I don't know what it was. That's perfectly fine. It's okay to say that. It's okay to say, wow, I just saw the most amazing unidentified flying object, but I have no idea what it was. You don't have to make up some simple-minded, I don't know, man. This, 
the excuses they give people for what they saw are more unbelievable than to just say, wow, I think I saw something that was either A, from a, it's extra-dimensional, extraterrestrial rather, or B, extra-dimensional. It came from some other place, some other planet, or some other dimension. I don't know what, but it's there. It's weird. I don't get it. I don't understand it. But it's not a train on the tracks 10 miles away. I think I know what a train looks like. Now we have another article here too, if I can get to it real quick. There does seem to be some stuff going on in Canada. And judging from these stories, it seems like, you know, there's a rich um, history of sightings in Canada. And the fact that I suppose we shouldn't be surprised that with this uh, COVID stuff going on and the really kind of pretty seriously hardcore lockdown they had up there, that when we see lights in other places, these orbs, just like we saw we're talking about here in this island here, uh, near Vancouver, that we see the same the same thing happening in Canada. Now, this article here comes from LakeCountryCalendar.com, and there's a video with it. It was pretty decent, I thought, actually, of, of a sighting. And it's uh, by Dan Daniel Taylor. February 13th, 2020. So see, that would have been right about the time that that stuff got kicking off. Here, I'm having a little bit of a fit here with the webpage. It says, uh, it's not every day you catch an unexplained array of lights flying through the night sky. But on Thursday, January 28th, a number of Okanagan residents witnessed a phenomena that may never be fully explained. Yes, we're talking about a UFO right here in Okanagan. It was a night like any other for Kilwana resident Max Morgan working out at the gym after a day's work at the family hot tub business in Kilwana. He was about to get into his next set when a series of messages from a group chat with his close friends prompted him to look at his phone. A few friends were telling me a few friends were a few friends were telling me in the group chat go look in the sky there's something crazy in the sky said max but rather than leaving the gym mid workout max decided to call his dad david who was able to capture the phenomenon on video i got home that night around 4 p.m. and it was such a beautiful evening said david it was gorgeous and it had been getting dark in the evening quite early so i decided to go take a picture before the sunset David owns and operates Aqua Friends Pool and Spa on Cooper Road in Kilwana, a family business. When he's not at the shop, you can usually catch him and his family on their porch that overlooks Okanagan Lake at McKinley Landing in Lake County. On the evening in question, David spent much of the <clears throat> much of the night on his porch snapping pictures of the lake's beauty. The timestamp from his camera that night has provided timeline of events. It says David takes a picture of the clear night sky overlooking Lake Okanagan. Now, like I said, you can go to the Twitter account, UFO Warning, and you can link on here and watch these pictures. Pretty, I mean, it's super bright. You, he's definitely captured something. David takes another photo, photo, this time of the moon, and a 
distant planet capturing the sunset. David receives a call from his son Max telling him to go outside because there's something in the night sky. I grab my phone and headed outside to the porch with my wife, David recounts. We get outside, and it's clear as a bell what we are looking at. It's a string of lights as far as the eye can see across the mountains. It was coming from the west, going to the east. David describes the strange glow as a straight line of incandescent lights, almost like a series of lampposts flying overhead in a straight line formation. That's effing, that's a highway in the sky, he said. David explained his initial reaction to what he was seeing. The highway is moving, and we're not. It was just like looking down on the highway from overhead. They were exactly evenly apart, moving as one giant unit. David and his wife weren't the only ones to witness a strange series of the lights in the night sky. Thanks to the group that chat, Matt's, Ryan, Joyce, and Andrea, as well as friends and family at their house, all saw the same thing from different vantage points in Central Kingdom. Andre Dominguez lives on the Sunburn Hill in Lake County and was the first to alert the group that night. He recalls his dad coming home around 6.30 p.m. and calling for him to come outside. I came outside to see what he was looking at, and what I saw was a perfect line with every fourth or fifth light over to the left or the right, just the slightest but a bit. We sat out there for probably 30 minutes and watched it, said Dominguez. I was just kind of mind-blowing in my head. I initially thought it would be satellites, but I looked up, but I looked it up afterwards, and it didn't really look like that. Okay, now I've seen the uh, the the Musk satellites or Amazon or whoever. They typically just go zipping right across the 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 uh, right across here right right across the sky in a straight line. I don't see them just kind of sitting there for. 30 minutes. So that kind of makes me wonder a little bit, you know, exactly what these people are saying. Ryan Killsworth was also reportedly able to see the lights from Dilworth Mountain in Kilauea, while Jace Otteson and his family caught a glimpse from Cars Landing in Lake Country. Goes on and says, while these types of sightings are rare occurrences, there have been a number of documented UFO incidences in the Sheswap area over the last two decades. One occurred in April 2nd of 2015 in Salmon Arm. A witness described a massive gray saucer shape that made no sound. Another occurred in 2003 in Mara Lake, but it was described as diamond-shaped with a cluster of lights and the size of a three-story house. Another sighting was reported in 2003 near Mouse, in which RCMP were contacted. While it's likely we will never know what they saw, it's possibly the string of unidentified lights was a series of satellites launched into space. In May 2019, SpaceX launched the first 60 Starlink satellites into orbit. The satellites were eventually were, will eventually provide Internet access to people around the world. And then it goes on, it says, The U.S. Federal Communications Commission has given SpaceX permission to launch nearly 12,000 Starlink satellites. Now the thing about, and it has a video here, the thing about the Starlink's video, and the Starlink's, how they travel is, it just, uh, it, it looks man-made, just by the way they go across, by by how they all uh, are at the same speed, and, and whatnot. And I'm not sure if that's exactly what this guy has seen here. It's It looks a little bit, a little bit different to me. You can go on and, and uh, 
take a look at the video and see what you think. But, oops. But um, that's the problem that we run into in some of these sightings is that not only do we have to deal with people thinking that they could be drones, people thinking that they might be, uh, you know, weather balloons or, or whatnot. Now a lot of these, a lot of these things are automatically assumed to be uh, the Starlink satellites. I don't know. I've seen the video. I really have to question if that's the case, especially because of the length of time that they took. How long people were actually able to. Um, to uh, get their phones out and videotape these things. If you want to see the Starlink satellites, that's not that hard to do, really. If you can get to a place where it's, you know, there's not a lot of light pollution, you can look up in the sky. You can probably find out online even, you know, what time they'll be tracking over wherever you're at. And uh, it's pretty clear what they are. They're pretty clearly not a UFO. But I think in general what we see here in Canada right now is this, is we're kind of at this tipping point about whether or not we're going to, we are going to, you know, gain some of our freedoms back, or or are we going to be terrorized with this threat of lockdown for the next year or two? You're starting to see the uptick in this UFO activity again, and specifically in the orb UFOs. Those are the ones that we seem to be uh, showing up, and sometimes they show up in triangle formation, and it's hard to say whether or not they're actually just a, you know, a single spacecraft, and we're just seeing the three individual lights, or if they're somehow just traveling together as a fleet. Either way, it's, it's undoubtedly that there's there are more report reports being uh, reported, more encounters are happening, more sightings are happening, and more video is finally making its way onto the internet. All in all, a lot of interesting sightings there. That's a, in Canada over the last year or so. Uh, the articles are worth taking a look at. You can go to the UFO Warning Twitter account. And until next time, this is UFO Warning. Over and out.